Tanya for Yud Tamuz is the continuation of chapter 4 of Yigeres HaTshuva. The Altarebbe now begins to explain the fundamental distinction between the Jewish soul, the Nishamas Yisrael, over all other creations, even the most lofty, highest creations, the way they at least express godliness, like the Malachim, that the Etzem, the Mahus, the very essence of a Jew is distinct and superior to the essence of even the angels. And through this explanation, al Rebbe will then provide us with a understanding to the impact that when we do Averis, as mentioned in yesterday's shir, the understanding of what, what we're negatively accomplishing and the pgam that we're doing when we do Averis. That's based on the fact that we're disrupting the life flow, the energy flow from our source, from what makes our very essence, the neshama itself. So the Altarev explains is that in creation, everything stems from God and the godliness, the Shem Alekim or Shem Havaya are the different sources through which creation comes about. The higher form of creation is from Shem Havaya, Yudke Vovke, which the Altarev will elaborate on more in tomorrow's year. Shem Alekim is a lower level a level that's already limited to oisios, to kalim, to tzimtzum, where the energies have already somewhat been dulled to some extent. The Atreb explains, proves from the Amoi, that the nation of God is a part of him, and Havaya represents the source of where they stem from, which is Yudkei Fofkei, that we stem from Shem Havai, which Altarev explains based on the Zoyar, which means that we stem from God's innermost essence. Like when someone blows, there requires a deep, powerful blow, which means a person reaches deep within their essence. So the Neshama stems from within God, so to speak, and is blown out. That means it's originating from the depths of the of the Abishter, of God, and from there it has to be blown out. Versus when you speak, Dibur is very external. True, there's some pressure, some ear that needs to be brought out, needs to be, needs to exit from the mouth, but it's not dealing with a deep, penetrating type of energy as when it comes to blowing. And this is all obviously a marshal, it's not literal, as we know that God doesn't have any form of a body. He doesn't have any physical form. But this is the way we can understand the difference between the Neshama Sisrol, between the Jewish person and all other creations. And this being, as the Al-Trebi uses the language, that there's hefresh v'hevdl godl. Even the way man, the Neshama, comes into Neshama Beguf, there still retains this hevel, this distinction between the neshama of, of the Yid and all other neshamas, all other malachim, all other creations. That in the neshama is invested the actual koyach, pnimis hachayis from Hashem, that the inner energy of God, so to speak, Yudke Vavke represents the inner energies of God, is the source of the soul, that is the soul. And that is coming down into a guf, that's coming down into a body. Versus the other creations stem from a, a more external dibor, a ruach, 
a breath, which represents more of like breath that doesn't require blowing, a more external element of God, which refers to Shem Alekim, which is a much more mitzumsum, uh, much more constricted level of godliness, which doesn't doesn't have the essence or the panemius of God, but more the chitzonius, the externality, so to speak, of God or godliness, which is has very, very distinct levels in how this energy comes down. And it comes about in many different forms. As we know, there's many, many different creations, many def- different levels of angels, etc. And this is all stemming from the chitzonius, the external part of God, versus the neshama sisrol come from the Pnimisachais, from the innermost elements of godliness from the Aiden Sof. Now the Alter Rebbe does acknowledge that there's even the Nishamas Yisrael have to go through Shema Lekim, because at the end of the day, to create to bridge the gap between pure godliness and a Nishama Begulf, there has to go through a process of Tsimsum. So that means even the Nishamas Yisrael have to go through Tsimsum, which is the Oisie. Shema Lekim refers to the letters as has been explained in Chayechad Vemunda. We learned earlier that the oasis contain the energies, the spheres that allow for the, the, the kalim to bring about this, this, this um, restrictive form of energy to allow for it to merge into creation, into a physical creation. And therefore, even the Nisham Yisrael, now that the Nisham is in a gulf, doesn't seem to be too much different from an angel. And on the contrary, the angel seems to be superior because it, 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 it expresses godliness. As the Altrebbe says, that the angels are called B'Shem Elohim. They're actually called by God. They're called Elohim. As he brings a number of verses that describe that the neshama, that angels are called Elohim. Versus a Yenishama is not called Elohim and he's not called Havaya. The Gemara Baba Basha says that a Sidon in the future, it says, Tzadikim Nikroin al Baruch Hu. When Mashiach comes, then the Tzadikim will be described B'Shem Havaya. But now we're not defined by Shem Havaya. So, what does this prove, says the Alter Rebbe, and based on the Sikh of the Rebbe, that the Rebbe explains, this proves that the, the essence of the Jew is different than the essence of the Malach, the angels, and in this is the, and the, and the differentiation is, is, is expressed in the fact that the angels, their whole identity is being an expression of God. Their, their Malachim, Malachim means a Shiliach, a messenger. That's what a Malach means. That means their whole... Their whole nature, their whole mahos, their whole essence is all about being God's vehicle and revealing God in the world. That's why they're called Malachim, and that's why they're called Elikim. But with that said, they still only come from the chitzonius of Shem Shem Elikim. They only come from the external elements. They're only Oisius itself. Versus the Neshamas Yisrael, the Jewish soul, although externally, or we should say, from the levels of Giluyim, in the world of expression, we don't seem to be greater than Malachim, in fact, we seem to be less, perhaps. We don't, we don't stand as God's messengers and shluchim and Malachim in the, in the worlds and the levels of expression. We don't seem to express God. But essentially, we come from Shem Havaya. And this is something which is not detectable within the worlds of Giluyim. But that's what Altrebe is trying to point out over here. The fact that we don't externally or expressively bring out godliness is not in any way to take away from our true essence and our superior natures. On the contrary, it shows that despite the fact that we could come into a goof and therefore externally, uh, expressively, we seem to be not so connected, that just 
an indication of how deep we stem from. We stem from such a high level, yet it penetrates and comes into this lower level into a way that all we could see is the fact that we could impact the world. We don't see why we impact the world. We don't see how we change the world. We don't see how we actually bring about the of Dachtainim, as we know, and all that. This is all coming through Neshamas Yisrael. We don't see it, and until Mashiach comes, as we said, we won't see it. But that is no way taking away from the truth of the essence of a Jewish soul. And with this introduction, the Rebbe now gives us an understanding of the superior nature of the Neshama soul over all other creations. And this stems from the fact that, we, that the Neshama soul come from Shem Havaya. And therefore, as Al-Tarebbe will continue to explain the, the, the specifics of each letter, what they represent, and the process of the way that all Eshekech Sanefer stem from the Yudke Vavke, and all the energy stem from Yudke Vavke, and therefore, we'll understand better in the coming chapters how, by sinning, God forbid, we impact negatively the flow of this energy. And therefore, we're really affecting a very high level of godliness, the panemius of the alien self, and therefore altering, so to speak, our very mahus. We're changing our very essence. It's not just an external element or, or an energy source within our body, like an neshama beguf, that is a source of shem havai that gives us energy. It's our very essence, it's our very identity of who we are. And by understanding this and appreciating this, we're able to understand deeper the effects of sin and the power of tshuva. Ha'chein yin yuvon, will understand this. Ha'pi ma'shekosa, based on what the Pesach says, ki chelek Hashem, or yudkei vofkei havaya amoy. B'chulu. Chelek m'shem havaya baruchu, that we're a part of shem havaya. K'rchsiv, as the Pesach says, by Odom Rishon, by Yipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chaim, and God blew into the nostrils of, of Adam, so to speak. The soul of life, and the Zerah explains, that when one blows, one blows from the innermost part of his being. So you're dealing with a panemius, a very deep part of God. And here, we're not just describing, as Altrebbe already mentioned in chapter 2 of Lakota Yamarim. In the beginning of Tanya, we've already learned this concept. We're there, the Altrebbe already told us that the, 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 the essence of a Jew stems from Shem Havaya, and uh, that we come from the we come from the machshav of Hashem, and he brought down the zoya there as well to explain this point, seemingly that it's uh, But uh, here, the Alter is emphasizing more that it's not just that's our source, but that's even the way it comes down in the Shama beguf beguf gashmi. That's what Alter Rebbe's main point is to rec- to show us how even as our neshama is in a guf, it still retains its essence of being from the toiche, from the pnimis of God. Even though God doesn't have any corporality, but the Torah always speaks in the way that we could relate to it as human beings. As we know, there's a very big difference between a person when he blows through deep breaths Whereas when a person speaks, the ear, that the pressure that's required through blowing deeply is different and much more exhausting than that which comes through the speech. And one represents more of an internal chayis and one represents more of an external chayis. When a person speaks, so in the speech, in the words, in the breath that he has to use, is embodied in energy, but a, a, a limit, a very limited energy. It's a very external energy from his life source. However, 
when he blows from the depths of his inners, his inner being, inside that is has there's a deeper koyach, a high spinimi, a much more intense energy. As we see physically, empirically, a person has to breathe, it takes a lot more energy. That comes from the Bukhinis Namshachai, the more pnimius, more internal aspect of the energy of the soul. So likewise, it's the same distinction between creations. There's a very powerful distinction. Otsum is referring to quantity. Amoid refers to quality. Between all the other celestial bodies, and even the angels, that are created also from nothing. Their existence stems from chitzonis, Hashefa, Shemashpia, Eden Sof, Baruchu, that stems from the Eden Sof, but the external elements of Eden Sof, Lachis, Ha'elam is to give energy to, to the worlds. This kind of energy is called Ruach Piv, Alderach Moshel. Kameshakosav, Ruach Piv, as the Pasuk says, that with the breath of his mouth, everything came into being. This represents the energy that's that's invested in the letters of the Ten Mamodas, which the Ten Mamodas are Bechinus Kalim Vamshachas, Kmeshkos, Bukotay Amorim Chelek Beis Perakir Aleph, as explained in Shayach of the Amunah, the power of Oisiyais, which is the energy that it gives ability for life. This is all when it comes to Tzvah Shemaim and Malachim, versus Neshama, Sa'adim Shem Shachat Chilam Bechinus Pnim Yisachayis, versus the Jew, the soul of the Jew, which stems from. The beginnings, the primis achayis, va'ashefa shemashvim yisrof baruchu from the innermost element of Eden Sof k'meshu pasav va'yipach l'chulu, and va'achakach yarde b'seis madrigs, and that energy descends further, even as the neshama comes into a guf, it descends in a way of seisers mentioned in previous shiurim. What is the difference between a a hishtalshlus b'seiser madrigs, where it comes not in a revealed way but in a concealed way of, of transmission? Is It also comes down through Kalim, through Oisius, through Elikim, but there it's Bechinas Nas Adam. It still retains the purity of the Esodom Amoris of the level of Nas Adam. And the reason why it has to go through these channels because it also, in order to become part into a gulf of Elam Haza, it needs to take on the form of a gulf in the sense of Oisius and therefore needs Kalim, but essentially it comes from Shem Havaya. And because of this distinction between the essence of a Jew versus all other creations, therefore, that's why the angels are called Alekim, meaning externally, expressively, they represent God himself, or godliness on the form of Alekim. That's their whole being. Their whole being is Alekim, which is more what we could experience, because we can't experience Shem Havaya. The whole creation, as Al-Tarev explained in chapters 3 and 4 of Shai Ched comes from Shem Havaya, but it's concealed by Shem Alekim. So what is the expressive element of God that we relate to? Shem Alekim. So the angels who are seemingly more expressive, more in tune with their, with their godly source, that's because they stand from Shem Alekim, which represents the powers, so to speak, of Shem Alekim, of godliness being revealed. And the Al-Tarev brings a number of ver- verses, psukim, that point this out, because of, as it says, because of ki havaya lekechem elekei olekei, v'hoidul elekeim elekeim, v'yivoyu b'nei elekeim l'siyatziv. These are all referring to three different levels, as the Rebbe's father mentions, three different levels of malachim. Israfim chayis v'ishim represents the different levels of energies. L'fishi yinikas chayusam mechinis chitzonis. Why is it that they could refer to elekeim? Because where does their energy stem from? The external shu bechinis oisis levad v'shem elekeim u'bechinis chitzonis l'gab v'shem havaya baruchu. And why? Why are they Elikim? Because Elikim def- represents this level of Chitzayin Yisa Oisis, represents the level of Oisis of externality.
in relation to Shem Havaya. And the soul of man, which is the Pnimis Achayis, comes from Shem Havaya. Shem Havaya refers to the innermost element, which represents much higher than Simpson, much higher than Oisius. It's no more external, it's the purity, the essence of Havavaya. So, in this level, the Shem Alekim has its benefits, so to speak, as being something which represents externally as more expressive of God, but internally it's lacking the innermost primius chais of the Abisher versus Shem Havai represents the primius chais of the Abisher, but externally, expressively, it doesn't seem to be expressed as much. And as we said, that is the way God created the world, that's the way the nature of creation is. But the truth is inherently every Jew has this great power, and that's why we're the ones that make a dear of Tachtain, and that's the, wa- the reason why. Atem Adam, we are called Adam, Al Shem Adam Arishin, because essentially we stem from the beginning of Adam, just like by Adam was by Yitach Pa'apav, we all have the element of the Nisham of Adam Arishin.